Good morning, good noon time, good noon 13, good day, good afternoon, good midday, good evening, good night, good midnight, good whatever time of day it is. I want you to know I'm Lynn Ferguson and I approve this message. I'm Lynn Ferguson, also known as Lynn Tennyson, your host here on the show, Lynn Spins. It's a podcast dedicated to Black life in America and all over the world and music. So today, you can see the title. We're going to get into the story about the young woman. I believe she is a Somali woman from Houston, Texas, hit with a ton of bricks, okay, by none other than a rejected male. Want to know more? Want to want to know more? Well, you just sit back, relax, grab a snack, and let's jump in, Lynn's Bits. So a black woman in Houston was hit by a brick. Well, the brick didn't pick up itself and, and you know, throw itself at her. <laughs> lunge itself at her. It was thrown by a male. The race of the man was never really uh, given in this story. Unfortunately, I've looked into a few articles, but I remember first learning about this by seeing the video. And there's this black woman who you can tell she's black, but she looks like she's maybe Somali or something like that. And it turns out she is. And she was standing outside in the middle of the night and this guy asked for her number. She apparently said no and he picked up a brick in her in the face with it. He then was allowed to get back in his car and drive off or ride off as a group, an entire group of at least five black men stood around and did nothing. And she has her camera going as she's walking around and they're like, what did you want us to do? She's like, I want you to be a man. It's just ridiculous. It's, I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. So now we've got people out here who are, you know, <laughs> Captain Don't Save Them's is running around with underwear on their head, talking about how they're a black woman they wouldn't defend, and this is why they wouldn't have defended her. And a lot of them are, you know, we'll go through a few of the reasons. One of the reasons is a lot of black men feel slighted by a lot of the rhetoric that some black women are using when it comes to them, when it comes to their lack of protection of us as a whole, um, their disregard for us and our fragility, disregard for consent. You know, there was a video that came out recently of a black man, a young black man claiming that women should be raped if they turn him down, you know, all kinds of shit. And then they give other reasons like, well, we'll stick with that one. So, like, the main thing that they're saying is that they feel like Black women are seeing all Black men this, that, and the third when it's not all Black men. So that's why they wouldn't have protected her. And it's like, who knows if she said that? Did she say that? You don't know. So you would just randomly decide to not protect a Black woman on the street, no matter who she is, because some Black women have said the things that you don't like. But these are the same black men who say that black women should not treat all black men a certain way because they're not all the same. But aren't you treating all black women the same way? 
you know, and it's understandable because you don't know what, what black woman is going to say this or has said this or hasn't said that. But it's like, we don't know that as well. And that never sufficed for you all. It never sufficed for you all that we, you know, have been done dirty by so many black men or men in general that we feel wary around males, you know? But to see so many black men defending this, basically defending what those men did, those males did, because I don't call them men, you can't be a man and you are gonna stand around while a man, a male hits a black woman in the face with a brick. Like, are you serious? Are you serious? And you got people out here who are literally advocating for this or defending them for not doing anything to help this woman. But you wonder why so many black men are being accused of being like this. You had a group of black men and not one of them in that one situation was willing to stand up for a black woman. And this is not a one-off situation. I've seen this so often. Again, my first episode through this podcast in season one is You Look Good for a Black Girl. Talking about how we are consistently, you know, tokenized if we have something that someone wants. And we're separated from the rest of our people because black girls don't usually look good, but we look good in their opinion. And people argue against this type of stuff all the time. And it's just crazy because it's just like, for me, you're a whole man. If women are saying something about men, if women feel unprotected, feel dehumanized, it's your job to be a man. You know, one of the other excuses that was given is, oh, well, you could end up dead if you stand up for a a, a Black woman. And it's like, and that's supposed to scare you from standing up for a Black woman? What the hell happened? Because last time I checked, you're supposed to stand up for a woman. So you're telling me that you're able to walk past a woman being beaten on the street by a grown man, you would really do that. Because if you would, you don't deserve to be around anybody except people like you. Because when the going gets tough, you're going to get going. (laughs) Like, it's just crazy. It's just, it's absolutely insane. Like, to think that that's even an argument. Like, that's the type of stuff that you talk, that you that your uncle is supposed to like, you know, whip you into shape about because when you give him that as a response to standing up for your sister or your cousins or something. And then you say, well, what if I get beat? And then he's supposed to hit you in your chest and be like, hold up. You ain't supposed to be scared. You're supposed to be ready to uh, uh, risk your safety to protect the safety of the women around you. I mean, that's just what it is. It's like, that you feel you have no obligation to women in your community tells us everything we need to know. Yet these are the same types of black people who will turn around and say, oh, you know, black people don't stand up for each other and we don't, 
you know, work together and we uh, don't buy black and we don't this, that, and that. Who the fuck is going to buy black? I guarantee you a person who thinks that they shouldn't have to protect a black woman as a black man is not out here worried about buying black. I guarantee you. Because how could you be? How could you really care for your community and you're not even trying to protect the women of your community? Y'all, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous that we literally have dudes out here who are defending this. Like it's okay to not protect a woman. Like it's okay to beat a woman with a brick. In her face. He hit her on the side of her face with a brick. Like she was so badly bruised up and swollen. It looked like the brick went in her fucking face. Like went in her skin and was just sitting there underneath her skin. She had a whole extra head on the side of her face. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Who knows what kind of internal damage this woman has at this point. Apparently she ended up with a concussion at the very least. Mm-mm-mm. It's just horrible. It's absolutely insane. And how often do you see a transgender woman out here beating on cisgender women? How often do you see black men beating on transgender women or beating on cisgender women? Because I see it very often. I see it very often. It's a problem with the dudes out here, y'all. It's a problem. It's really a problem. Like, y'all... It's a problem. There are some good guys out here, but the the, the way that it's looking, y'all, it's, it's a mess. It's a mess out here. Mm-mm-mm. Be careful. Be safe, y'all. Carry some mace. Carry some um, some bear mace. Some some regular mace. Whatever. Get you some. Um, get you a weapon of some kind that you feel comfortable using and you know how to use, stay strapped, get protected because it's crazy out here and you really don't know where to turn. But I'm Lynn Ferguson, also known as Lynn Tennyson, your host here on the show, and I welcome you next time we jump in. Lynn's Bits. Let me tell you something. The worst thing about it, I was done with this, but I had to come back and say something else. The worst thing about it that keeps pacing back and forth, you know, around my mind about the situation is I know I would have gone out there and defended that woman. I know I would have defended that woman. I would have avenged that woman. I would have defended that woman. That man would not have gotten away scot-free. He would not have gotten away. If he was too quick for me, I would at least have thrown a brick, that same brick, through his window, his windshield. Hopefully, maybe a different brick so that, you know, we could keep the one that has his fingerprints on it. But, like, I don't know if I would think about that, you know, as quickly in the moment. But that is the the pissiest thing, the pissiest thing about this entire situation is that I know I would have gone out there and I would have gotten that woman together. I would have gotten that man together for that woman. 
and I'm a whole woman. And I'm not just that, but I'm, you know, what everybody's trying to demonize. I'm a black transgender woman. And I know I would have been over there before the men in that situation. Clearly, because they weren't going to be over there, period. Now, that's not to say that I've never seen a black man defend a black woman, although I'm trying to think of a time and I'm, I've still come up blank. But, like, I'm not going to say that because... It's, 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 you know, if, unless I know for certain that I've never seen it in my life, I'm not going to say that. You know what I'm saying? In real life, in person, not just on a video, like in person, because in person I've seen a black woman or a black girl being hit by a man or a boy, but I've, I'm trying to remember a time that I've seen one being stuck up for by one. So I'm just, just give me a minute on that. But it's insane to me how I really do feel that in most situations, I would just based on experience, just based on my 28 years of living, I feel more comfortable in knowing that I'm going to defend someone else than in trusting that someone else will do something. If it's another, if it's like, you know, someone else standing with me in the situation, especially if it's a man or a group of men or some men. I just, I don't automatically see it. I have been in situations where where I have not been held by black men. I've been in situations where I've been harassed by black men. And, and other black men sat around and did nothing as well. So like, you know, but people could argue and say, oh, well, that's because they didn't think you was a real woman, this, that, and the third. Okay, whatever. But how does that explain how I've seen the same for black women who are cisgender? It doesn't. So I just had to get on here and let you all know that because it just like, it really upsets the crap out of me to know that like, even though I'm not even attracted to women, I'm not attracted whatsoever to women. If I was stuck on an island with a woman for the rest of my life, I'd be happy and mad at the end of the day. (laughs) I'd be very happy because I would have company who I, you know, probably could get along with better than a man. But like, I would be mad because we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be doing anything. Maybe we would just because we were the only two people on the, you know what I'm saying? But it would, I, I, it would not be what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? I'd be so fucking upset. I would be very upset. But, um, yeah, it's just a mess. It's just disgusting, despicable to see all these men come out here and defend this. They actually defended it. Like, I need you all to really understand it. They defended this. I've seen multiple videos of, like, black men out here of all shades and all ages defending this from 19 to 59, you know? Defending this. This woman getting hit with a brick. I would have been the only one. We would have been two bricked-ass motherfucking bitches. We would have been two bricked-ass bitches on that motherfucking street in the alley like wherever they were because we would have gone down because <laughs> like, I just it, it, and this is the craziest thing to me is it's it's not me trying to you know show the, the, the uh, bravado machismo you know anything like that that I'm macho this is literally clearly I'm not after that type of stuff you know what I'm saying but like this is literally like a situation of like I literally like lights go out for me you know what I'm saying lights go out for me like don't get me wrong. I am not attracted to women, but lights go out for me. The 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 switch is flipped. 
You know what I'm saying? When that happens, there's something that goes off in my brain, in my body, in my chemistry that makes me, I don't care who this woman is, if I, I could never know her. I could never have met her before in my life. But because she is a woman and she is being attacked by a man of all things, something's going to go off in my head and I'm going to have to throw myself into the situation. And I just don't understand how me as a transgender woman, y'all all, all want to say we we men, we this, that, and the third. But we more men than you. Let's just get real with it for a second. We more men than you. You know, like I said, I wasn't going to put this in the episode, but I just needed to come back and let you all have to come through and let y'all know we more men than you. Like, I just don't understand. I just don't understand you say we men. But where you at? Where are you at? Like, I'm not understanding because isn't there supposed to be a a, a a switch that flips? Isn't that supposed to happen? Isn't something supposed to click in you that makes you say, ooh, ooh, you ain't even got time to say ooh. Like, it's just an, it's an instinctual reaction. It's literally like lights on, lights off. Like, it's literally like day and night. Winter and summer. It goes straight from fucking winter to summer. Like, summer to winter, whatever you want to call it. Like, it's crazy. Like, I just, I don't understand that. I just don't understand that how these dudes have literally trained themselves not to do that. And it makes me wonder, have you really trained yourself not to do that? Or are you weak? Are you really just that weak? You're mentally, spiritually that weak. Because I'm not going to sit up here in front. I'm not going to hold anybody. I am not a person who fights. The last time that I was in a fight was a hot minute ago. Now, <laughs> you'd be a fool of a lie <laughs> to think that I've never been in fights. I have been in many, many fights. Many. I've been, uh, people have attempted to jump me and I say attempted cause it didn't, it didn't go down the way they wanted it. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I've been in some fights, baby. But like, I'm not a fighter. Like I'm not a person who likes to fight. Like I have managed to keep my adult life pretty clear of fighting. So like, it just really bewilders me. I'm baffled absolutely mind-boggled by the lack of urgency and potency in these motherfucking dudes. Like, how potent are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't seem like you doing what you're supposed to be doing. You don't seem like you operating, you know, as advertised. And it's just weird to me that I have that inside of me. And there may be other women who have that inside of them. But a lot of these dudes don't have that in them. Now, I have seen videos online, maybe not in person, but I've seen videos online of women being defended by men. Black women specifically being defended by black men. But I cannot believe and can definitely believe at the same time that I'm seeing what I'm seeing about this situation. I mean, like this is the same world of Megan the Stallion, the Stallion. 
and Tory Lanez. This is the same world of Tina Turner and Ike. This is the same earth as Whitney and Bobby. Like, dudes have literally been trained for a long time now to degrade, denigrate, demean women. And it's, it's gotten worse and worse as time has gone on. And more and more has become unacceptable. But other things have gotten better. Certain things came, you know, ushered new things in, like the women's liberation movement, things like that. But it's just like, there's a long history of femicide and domestic abuse between males and females and it's just really crazy because it's just like I have been in situations like this and I've explained this to people for years how I feel very uncomfortable sometimes not giving my number to someone when they ask me at the bus stop on the street whatever like if I keep walking down the street I'm scared sometimes that a dude is going to shoot me because I did not say anything to him you know what I'm saying And then sometimes I'm scared that a dude is going to shoot me because I did say something to him. (laughs) I remember there was a situation where I was approached by these two dudes at the bus stop on Grand. It was Deep South. I was on Deep South. It was the start of Deep South. So, like, I was right after, I was a couple blocks after Merrimack. And... One of them was like, you know, they both looked like they were like, you know, um, on the street, like couch surfing, whatever, what have you. Both wearing white tees, baggy jeans. But one of them was like probably late 40s, early 50s, late 50s. And then the other one, but he was real, you know, one of them real nimble, real spry ones that probably still has a six pack, you know, in his 60s, 50s. And then the other one was in his like late 20s, early 30s. And I was a teenager. And I remember I was just trying to get home to my apartment. I think I was 19 living in, I was living off of Merrimack in California, I think. And long story short, they come up out of the, you know, dark of the night. And they, you know, I'm, you know, I've always been a person who needs glasses. So, like, I didn't have my glasses at the time. So, I, you know, they really just kind of appeared out of the darkness um, about 20, 30, 40 feet, uh, feet away from me. And I tried to, you know, keep myself calm and get myself, you know, in, in the mode of, you know, unclockable, you know, mentally and spiritually, which I did not have down uh, back then at all. And uh, it just came and went. Like there were some moments I was on it and some moments I wasn't. And most moments I wasn't. And I think they were so high on whatever they were doing, you know, that they, that even if I wasn't on point, like it didn't matter. And they kind of like approached me on some like, you know, demanding ass, you know, I want your number shit. Uh, or what, what what we about to get into shit. And I was just like, oh, no, no, thank you. And, you know, the older one was just like, the, the younger one was just standing and he was staring. And it was just like so creepy. He was just like looking down at me. He was like six foot something, seven foot. Stood about six or seven feet, baby. <laughs> and it was the older one, though, who was like really getting hyped. 
And he might not even been out of his late late 40s. He probably was just like looking like that because of the drugs. Anyway, he was like, man, you about to make me mad. You really about to make me mad. And he was like, um, he was like, what's your number? Can I get your number? And I was like, um, no, thank you. <laughs> and I got up and I walked off. And <laughs> baby, I kept like, I kept walking forward, not even looking back because I was like scared that, you know, I was so scared that they were going to come after me and it was going to be on some bullshit. But I was just like, no, I ain't got time for this. So, yeah. But these are the kinds of situations that women be in. And a lot of these guys be so disingenuous, pretending that they don't know what women go through. And it's like, you know, it's real out here in these streets. But again, I'm Lynn Ferguson, also known as Lynn Tennyson, your host here on the show. And I welcome you next time we jump in. Lynn. Bits. <laughs>